You're listening to better at it uh we're only on <laughs> episode four yeah we're already perfect at it mm-hmm. yes thank you guys welcome back this is steve this is kathy this is kim and we are going to get back to secret dra- secret drama secret <laughs> garden well that there is, is like a, a lot of drama there is a and lot it of drama. is a secret where the garden is mm-hmm. yeah we are trying to figure out what that secret is or where the garden is um and when Last the episode. show will deliver on its premise. Oh, yeah. I almost keep forgetting about that. I I remember usually halfway through the episode that we are supposed to be seeing body switching and that we still have not. It's like they're showing us like a like the preview, like a like a what do you call that before a the prequel? main event, like a, oh. like a, a distraction, like a, the, the opener. Yeah. Performance or something. Oh. <laughs> like, yeah. We, we came here to see. I don't know. I don't know who's a head major headliner. I don't, okay, that was a bad example. Okay, but 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 so Steve, in most Korean dramas, though, like is it is it not enough for Secret Garden to just bill itself on like like CEO falls in love with woman with regular job? Like, is that how all mm-hmm. Korean dramas just are? That that that's not enough to to sell the show on? Um, I feel like. This one's kind of unique in that sense where it's like it's we're still waiting on the main vehicle to happen the the main plot vehicle or plot device um in my experience most other dramas they they get to the point pretty quickly but then the story keeps unfolding like some sort of weird uh like onion it's like there's so many layers you think the story is progressing pretty fast and then you realize it's just a you zoom out and it's just like a a shell within another shell like a like a russian doll kind of a thing um but this one is like yeah (laughs) watch russian doll on netflix guys um but yeah but this one i'm kind of like surprised that like there's no hint or in inkling about what could possibly make this surreal magical body switching thing happen yeah like if you didn't know that the premise of the show is that they will eventually freaky friday and then it just happens on whatever episode it happens on that would be so wild right oh yeah you'd be like what (laughs) where did that come from yeah i wonder how it was billed uh back in 2010 like Mm. because at least the uh the the photo like the the promo posters and stuff it seems to suggest some sort of switching of places yeah because he's right. kind of like clutching at his chest in a way that suggests he's thinking like where are my boobs you know <laughs> yes exactly right <laughs> so i don't know um uh, i feel like i'm in a new new uh territory with you guys on this one it's mm. fun though mm. it is Happy an to adventure be on the ride. yeah yeah it is a nice distraction yeah. 
Yeah. Agreed. And I know mm. some of the words, which is really exciting for me every Ooh. time it happens. Well, oh, what, what words have you learned so far? Well, just ones that I've recognized. And then some that like, like I didn't know, uh, what is it? Yopsoyo, when you answer the phone, is that what they're saying? Oh, yopsoyo? Yopsoyo? Yeah. Yeah, I didn't know that. I didn't know that that's like how how you answer the phone and not anyongaseo. Um, mm. And... Uh, like I just like recognize like one word here and there. Like I'll be like, oh, family. They they said family, and like sometimes I catch sometimes I catch the subtitles. I'm like, oh, this uh, like the word that I know isn't actually in the subtitles. But they're talking about like when they said kajok, I was like, oh, family. I know that yeah, word, yeah. family. But like it, the subtitles was talking like more specifically about family or something like that. And I was like, oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. So. Well, I hope but, there's a scene about like I walked my dog, so you could really follow along, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Truly, what I learned on Duolingo is nowhere to be seen. No one's talking about a fat cat. No one's talking about how smart the little girl is. You know. Yeah. Uh, Give me some or get, stuff fetching water I from know. a well. These weird sentences that Duolingo yeah. makes. Yeah. <laughs> no one's just saying man and woman, school and pencil, school or pencil. I can shout attest that. Duolingo. Yeah, shout out to Duolingo mm. for not some of their stuff is weird as well. I've tried it just just for funsies. And I was like, this is not how you say this, or that this is not the right thing. Or it's very strange. Yeah. There's also yeah. a lot of oh, this is a conversation for another. Time. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't a Duolingo. Is that a <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. That's right. We got. It, oh yeah, we're watching a but drama. But I will that's say, right. I will say, it is interesting to uh, watch uh, watch the show because. Uh, because of the class difference, you can also really tell sometimes that they're speaking in the honorific. Um, mm. And that's something that I can't tell in the language learning programs if I'm learning casual, if I'm learning, mm. you know, honorific. It's a little bit more difficult, uh, yeah. Yeah, right. so it is It is good learning mm-hmm. to watch it on the show. <laughs> that's true. I mean, in language classes, they usually do try to recommend or – show you some clips from like a popular show or comedy or whatever movie right yeah but this isn't the korean language podcast it's the korean no. drama podcast it's the korean mm-hmm. drama podcast that's right we're about to get into some drama y'all oh, oh my gosh kathy let's hear <laughs> it so episode four picks up with Grunge Princess and Richie Rich staring at each other in the department store. Grunge Princess, of course, is there to pick up her free vacuum that she won. Um, And then they just end up in his office. I guess they're having a meeting about it. And Richie doesn't love that she's here to pick up the vacuum, which seems wild to me. Like, why do you care? Very confusing. Right. And also, like, a a vacuum is expensive. And after you see later in the episode – that it's like one of those really nice vacuums that the 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 there's a hose and the sucker part is different from the the part that has the filter in it and like that's a really nice expensive vacuum. So yeah, which I'm by the way her. is it's made by not Philips but Philips. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> that's it was very funny that they they did Greek out part of it but not the whole thing. Yeah. 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 Didn't get the official licensing. Neither from BMW. All the labels mm-hmm. are, are taped out. But we know. <laughs> Don't want to get sued. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's true. Um, yeah. But Richie also does reveal something important, which is that he did not 
submit Grunge Princess for the prize drawing. Mm. So it wasn't right. him. Yeah, we had suspected that it was her, but uh, that was a kind of a surprise. Yeah. Yeah. So she gives this like really long speech where she ends up saying that like, I didn't really understand this part, but it sounded like she wanted payment for the way he treats her or for breaking his heart. It was very confusing. But in the end, she says she still wants the vacuum. <laughs> yeah, she said she said it was like something like I came here and I, I could just leave and. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, the no. drama uh, choked uh, Kim. <laughs> Don't no! You can't leave us like this, Kim. Don't die. Kim, no, this is just a Korean drama podcast, not an actual Korean drama. It's not supposed to happen to you, although you're Korean, so it could. <laughs> oh my goodness! Sorry, Koreans number one in swallowing their own spit, causing a scene um, always. Mm-hmm. No, but she said something like, "I could just leave right now and have the like satisfaction of seeing your disappointed face." Uh, but instead I, but then I would leave with nothing. So I'm going to take the vacuum with me. Yeah. It's got kind of convoluted. Like, (laughs) it was so um, strange. Yeah. I wasn't mm. sure if maybe she was hinting that she knew he was like obsessed with her or what. If she doesn't know at this point that he's obsessed with her, then she needs to figure some stuff out because he's stalking her. I guess to be fair, maybe she doesn't always see it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just confused. Like, why if he likes or he's interested, why is he totally putting her down all the time? Yeah. Um, I'm like, I don't know. Like, when would you ever make a move to, like, I don't know, get to know her better than uh, instead of studying her like some sort of National Geographic? You know, they always keep making that joke. Um, but it's like, how do you move on from here? This This weird block that they keep running into. Yeah. Well... Uh, Everything is confusing, but all we know is that she demands to take the vacuum. And then he insists that he can't and then drags her down to the store, mm. to the Ugh. women's, ca- no, not casual, formal department, um, throws a bunch of dresses and clothes and shoes on the ground in front of her and is like, you're not worth me playing around with. Completely causing a scene in front of everybody. Yeah. That's believable to me. Yeah. You yeah. reach the point where, like, you know what? Fuck you. I'm going to just be a complete asshole like you think I am. Well, I might as well. You know, and then like, it's just like, are you guys, you know, do you guys ever, have you ever experienced that where it's like you get so upset where you're like, you know what? Forget it. I'm just going to be crazy. Let's just be, see- let's just see who's more crazier. You or me. Ah! <laughs> no? You, you don't know what I'm talking about? Okay. <laughs> I have to admit, I have never gone to a department store and thrown clothes at someone's feet. (laughs) I mean, yeah, not at a department store, but um, never mind. It was really (laughs) shocking. And as a former retail employee, I was like, no, they're going to have to re-steam all of that stuff now. Yeah. What a nightmare. He also had a funny moment to me where he like tries to prove how progressive he is. And he's like, I don't care about your race. I don't care about religion. But what I do care about is that you're poor. <laughs> yeah. That's, dude, and, and he, progressive. Not he also, progressive. He, he, did, he does that, and I wrote in my notes, fashion is priority to him. He's like, you can't <laughs> look like this. You have to wear something better. He's, you know? like, he's oh. truly so disgusted by the way that she dresses and like her bag and stuff like that, which is just so wild. And then he also says, like, 
something about how even though she knows he's rich now, she won't dress up better for him, which is it doesn't make any sense. She doesn't. What do you? What do you? What do you? What? She doesn't guess, care about you. Yeah. Why are you mad? Yeah. <laughs> why are you mad? Yeah. It's weird. Like she does care enough to put on a scarf or a kerchief around her neck, mm-hmm. but it just doesn't meet his standards. He's oblivious to that little effort. Right. And he's upset. He thinks that she's totally disrespecting him by showing up in like yoga pants or something. Um, actually, no, she never wears yoga pants, does she? She does a tights underneath shorts combo right, quite right, right. often. But she's a an action actress. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What do you expect? That's yeah. her uniform. Her That's like her uniform. suit. Yeah. Right. And also she did ask her roommate if she could borrow the new purse that she got to to take when she went to meet Richie Rich at the club. So she does try to put in an effort, but I guess still he just doesn't think of anything that she wears as nice. I feel like she's trying to meet him halfway and he's just not accepting her efforts at all. I agree. I wrote in my notes, he is a monster. Mm, Yeah, I agree. Which I stand by. (laughs) Um, But so he also, to like go into how much of a monster he is, he like, Picks up a dress and drags her into the dressing room, and then yeah. almost undresses That's her. That's pretty uncomfortable. Yeah. Like, also, wow. that is the smallest fitting room I've ever seen. It's literally <laughs> yeah. the chokey from Matilda. Yeah. What? It's so what small. The- Literary reference. Literary oh, I reference. Love it. I need to read. <laughs> it's okay, Steve. We're watching TV right now. Yeah. We'll focus mm-hmm. on one at a time. Okay. But yeah. Uh, very cramped tight quarters, uh, very uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think she even like stops and is like, "What are you doing?" Like, he's like, "Should I undress yeah. you?" And, and then it's like raged frenzy. Yeah. Of course you know. not. Of course you should. Yeah, no, undress her. But you know what annoys me? Hmm. Like one, yes, he's a monster. He's crazy. But then, and I might be jumping ahead here, but I think at a certain point she thinks about. The dress that he threw at her, and, he, and she's like looking at herself in the mirror. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what are you doing? She's, I don't know, something's wrong in her head too, or something. Like, what's going on here? Like, maybe yeah. she's like starting to succumb to his like craziness, you know? Well, this is absolutely not a healthy relationship, and no. could could not hope to have a, a healthy future. Yeah, I think if you're yelling at each other like more than twice an episode, like your relationship might be toxic. Mm. Yeah. But this is 2010 and they don't I don't know if this is a a common understanding uh, Yeah, that, that doesn't exist. It is true. Yeah. But eventually he does run away clutching his heart. So, um like literally. Yeah. Cuz so, he's a uh, I guess claustrophobic, right? Oh, is that oh. it? Oh. Oh, what did you think? He, did you think he was having a heart attack? No, I, I didn't know like what to think. Lovesick, maybe? <laughs> yeah, it's hard to know exactly what's going on sometimes. Yeah, I was like, um, what's going on with this guy? I could see the beads of sweat they planted on his forehead. Right. And I, and I think that's a reference to his, like, whatever his psychological mental condition is. Can you hear that? Sorry. <laughs> it's very All peaceful. Good. Oh, it is. It's like spa music. Mm. Oh, bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> 
Um, okay, yeah, so he, yeah. Uh, yeah, the beads of sweat, wild. yes. Yes. Yeah, I I'm didn't. Not sh- we're not sure yet what his condition is exactly, yes. do we? No. Seems to be related to elevators so far, tight quarters. I think claustrophobia um, is a good is a good guess because he, yeah, he. Or you're right. He doesn't go in elevators, mm-hmm. and uh, he became very panicked after being in that choky dressing room. Uh, and then he drives in the next scene in through the tunnel, oh, and you could see he's like oh, he's like feeling the the claustrophobia true. come in. Wow, that and is it's true. Like, closely watching. Yeah. Oh, I am like trying to figure it out. It's I was just like, what the hell's wrong with this guy? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or he could just be like, just yeah. He's also just you know got some mental problems. Um, and I and I realized, oh. That's why he needs to drive around in a BMW Z4 convertible because it's too like a normal car with a hood. Or it's too small. Like you feel claustrophobic. That's well, why, why he always he drives not, around with the top down. Why is he not driving around in a Hummer then? <laughs> you know, but I guess he like still question. has to be in a flashy sports car. But yeah, he could drive around in a school bus, but it's maybe not <laughs> <So> as practical. <laughs> like a big overhead space and all that. Yeah. But no, instead, that's why he drives with a convertible, even oh, in, the, yeah. in the, the cold weather. And there was also a oh. time when the, there was some point at which uh, Grunge Princess was in his car and wanted him to put the hood up and he wouldn't do it, right? In yeah. episode one or two. Yeah. It seemed like he was just doing it out of spite. To, like, right. Just but maybe yeah. it's planting. Man. The claustrophobia mm. seeds. I need a Z4 convertible as well, I feel like. <laughs> Well, um, sure. Sometimes I feel, you know, like I can't. <laughs> well, maybe become a CEO, mm. then you can get it. Mm. That's You're right. right. Mm. Or my you know mom what, would be like, just ride a bike. <laughs> <laughs> but Richie is taking care of himself. He has his doctor. He is like self-care yes. Sundaying, mm. you know. Um, and guys, I don't know if you know what time it is. Oh, I do. It's hottie time. It's hottie time. I can't believe I fell for that. It's hottie time. Hottie's back, y'all. Hottie's back, y'all. Wait, where does hottie come back? Well, we're back at action school. And hottie is teaching his own lesson, presumably because Grunge Princess is late. She's late, yes. Mm-hmm. And he accuses her of lying about why she's late. Um, and you know what, y'all? He knows her. He can tell when she's lying because he knows, you know. Mm-hmm. He's he got the power. He, cares. Mm-hmm. he pays attention. He also, um, um, everybody is clapping in the class. And then he ha- holds up just like one hand, just a little bit. And everyone stops clapping. And mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, dude. Mm-hmm. He's Alpha. doing it. Everyone respects the hottie. Everyone mm-hmm. respects the hottie. Everyone. You got to. <laughs> His hair is so nice. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, so Grunge Princess is obviously respecting hottie and decides to go practice throwing herself against a car for two hours. Yeah. Um, she broke the windshield. Self-flagellation. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Is that She's normal? just practicing, you know, for the next car chase scene. Um, but I really respected that because she uh, – I can't remember 
if it's Sunbin or if it's another friend who's like, you know that they don't let girls do the car scenes. And she's mm-hmm. like, well, that's why I'm practicing is because they don't let the girls do the car scenes. And I was like, mm-hmm. hell yeah. Time mm-hmm. plus opportunity equals success. She knows this. She knows She's it. breaking yeah. the glass ceiling. Yeah, yeah. She's breaking the glass windshield. Clearly. <laughs> yes. She's doing oh, wow. it. Um, Sunbin <laughs> also asks if she could like hit up Richie Rich to see what he's up to. And it's like, Sunbin, why are you so obsessed with Richie? Sunbin, read the room. Yeah. He doesn't want to be your friend. He doesn't want anything to do with you. <laughs> Although okay. Sunbin is operating much more under uh, what we talked about in the last episode. Uh, the Japanese style of coming into a room and saying, I am being rude. And he's like, you know Mm -hmm. what? I'm just going to ask the questions. Where's your rich friend? You know? Mm -hmm. Mm. Where's Mr. I earn a lot of money? Where's I earn a lot of money? Yeah. Well, you know where he is? He is stressing out because he has run out of meds. Oh, is that what happened? Yeah. He like reaches into his glove compartment and his like... um, his pill bottle is empty, and I don't want to blame the victim, but, like, you got to plan ahead for that stuff, you know? Get yourself a pill box. Like, would he have just, like, popped the pills in his mouth while he's speeding through the tunnel? I don't understand. I guess so. Yeah. Um, But he calls his doctor friend. She gives him a work-from-home order. She's like, do not go to work right now. Mm-hmm. He tells her he thinks he's lovesick. Hilarious. She, yeah, which, you know, she did mention in episode three, she thought he was in love. I don't know if she was joking then. She does not seem to believe him this time. She's like, do not right. go on WebMD. Do not self-diagnose. I am the doctor. Let me do my job. Yeah, that's mm. right. Is, is it me or do I feel like she might have a thing for Richie Rich? No? Or is it more like a platonic kind of like concern? I, it almost feels like she's like kind of like wishing. I don't know. Maybe I'm just... I read it much more as like an older sister type of mm. relationship where she's like, oh, man, here he goes again. Like she wants the best for him. She's his psychiatrist. Um, but she she it does seem like she has a soft spot for him. But I read that much more as uh, more of like a platonic thing. Yeah. yeah. OK. Maybe mm. a deep care for her patient. Right. Yeah. Or, I mean, it also just might be me being like, oh, my gosh, we don't need another one of these characters to be in love with Richie Rich because he's horrible. Yeah. So it we might be my wish. Too many things. things. We've got so yeah. many things. We've got so many characters. We have no space on the chart for you, Doctor. We okay? do not have. I've already drawn out the chart and the chart is completed. It is written in stone. Yeah. Sorry. You missed the deadline. You missed the deadline. Yeah. There's no more geometric shapes to describe it anymore no. <laughs> at this point. It's a fork currently. Yes. Oh, it's, it's turning into something else, like kitchen utensils. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. So then Richie also does this flower petal game right after, which like I didn't really get, but you guys seem to like have more of a reference point for it. I think he's right. just doing the do I love her or do I love her not mm. kind of a thing. Yeah, she loves me. He's she asking himself that, I think, actually. Yeah. Um, yeah. What we had been talking about earlier is that uh, – I in a couple of other uh, Korean dramas, like just I've just seen some random episodes. Um, there have been much more. There's been much more CGI used in it. Um, so I assumed that was way more across the board. Um, so I was excited to see 
I was excited to see the little glowing green dots and the the flower petal come back on the flower stem. So yeah, like, oh. some magic. Uh, Ma- magical things are happening. See, that really threw me because I was like, what genre are we watching that a flower petal can regenerate? You know, oh. I was like, what is going on? It's a great there question. There are no drama limitations to create K-drama. It yeah. Did, yeah, it, they, they just play with the tropes. That's true. All of them. It did make me wonder, is the secret garden just the concept of him liking a woman who has less money than he does? She is the secret garden? Is she the secret garden? <laughs> it's getting so metaphorical at this <laughs> we're point. Like, we're <laughs> I don't even know where to take it. We're, just, yeah. we're dying to find some Where is the secret here. garden? And yeah. who, who, when is the body switching? Ugh. When is it? But no one tell me. Well, not yet, because the roommate is at work, and Secretary Kim, who we recall from last episode going on that weird blind date with her, brings the vacuum and denies that the president would have put in um, Grunge Princess into the submission because that would be a huge lawsuit, and they don't want another McMillions happening. They have Mm. to keep the reputation. Mm -hmm. But... Secretary Kim is also not done because then he delivers a present to Richie Rich from Blazers' dad, which turns out to be a flock of deer. (laughs) That was so strange. Yes. He thought it was strange, and I, too, thought it was strange. Yeah. This is the one part where you agree with uh, psychopath Richie Rich. Yes, this is the one What the hell is the the purpose of this? I'm like, wow, your reaction is warranted. Actually, I still think his reaction's unwarranted because I don't feel that it was large enough. He was just like, what is this? And I would have been like, lost my damn mind. Yeah. Like, am I supposed to eat them? What is this? Right, that's what he said. He was like, am I supposed to kill them and eat them? I was like, what's wrong with you? Mm. Yeah. Hmm. So he knows that Blazer's, he knows about Blazer. The dad? Like her and her, like where she comes from, her family pedigree. That mm. The fact that her dad is like the minister of agriculture. Is that what something. the gift is symbolizing? Right. Is just for her to, to flash her family's position? That's what my thought was. It was like another attempt to try to like woo him to marry his, uh, the, his daughter, aka Blazers. I see. so weird, so weird, and so like, what a useless gift. You know when people give you gifts that are like more work. It's like, oh, yeah, like a flock of deer, a water this plant. Yeah, or That's like a, I have to yeah. feed these deer and take care of all oh these dang God. deer. Yeah, yeah. Huh. I don't know. Uh, I guess in Korean culture, it's kind of a nice extravagant gesture. <laughs> If any, Koreans, deer. if any Koreans are listening to this, I would not like a flock of deer, please. Yeah, please do not send us any flocks please of deer. Please don't send us any flocks of deer. It's it's a very medieval kind of gesture, yeah. frankly. Like, you know, when kings and queens rule the earth kind of a deal, you know. But Richie Rich does not have time to delve into why the flock of deer was given to him and what he's going to do with the flock of deer because he has to go to his grandfather's house to have lunch because... This is when they decide the will. Yeah. Yeah. He wants to stay in the will, so he goes. Right. That was pretty funny. Yeah. Because the grandfather revises the will every month based on how how the the meal goes. You know what? Good for him. Elderly neglect is real, and good for him for being like, I know you guys want my money, so what I'm 
requiring in return is for you to hang out with me. Mm. Yeah, I do enjoy. I I enjoy the uh, just the the awkwardness of the meal. Mm-hmm. All the just the awkward, uncomfortable eye contact. <laughs> yes, and also, so this evil executive who we haven't discussed much, but has been in the series since the beginning, mm-hmm. right? Director so Park, he's there. Yeah, what's his deal? Is he related to them, or yes. is he just like? I had to figure this out, and that's why I'm so excited. So I had to watch this twice because I was like, wait Mm -hmm. a second. That's the guy. What is this now? So the grandfather, Mm -hmm. um, I don't know his name, but the grandfather, uh, he has been remarried to uh, Mrs. Park. And the the grandfather's daughters, so – uh, Juwan's mother and his aunt are calling the grandfather's wife, Mrs. Park, instead of calling her mother. And that's when the grandfather gets really mad. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Mrs. Park is the sister of Director Park, who is trying to take over the president oh. CEO position. So that's how he mm-hmm. becomes looped into all of this, is that Got it. Director Park is the uh is he is the great uncle of Richie Rich now by marriage. Right. Yeah. Through through Legally. marriage, exactly. Got it. Well, he is after that job because he is brown nosing grandpa. He is letting it slip that Richie only comes in twice a week. Totally throws him under the bus. Totally yeah. throws him under the bus. At the meal. And mm-hmm. also And grandpa is mad. Oh yeah. And understandably. Yeah. People are letting Richie Rich get away with way too much, and Grandpa's just out here in his sweater vest, Oxford shirt combo, trying yes. to get a little bit of respect around here. Yeah. But his bratty brand- grandson thinks uh, carrying three highlighters in his uh, jacket pocket <laughs> okay. is yeah, an acceptable weird. form of fashion. I was like, <laughs> like, why? I understand why he's upset. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, it turns out. It's truly just a fashion choice. Yeah. It's totally an accessory in his gray outfit, gray jacket over gray shirt. I did think it's that that a pop was of a, color. I did think it was a color. nice suit. But yeah, the mm-hmm. highlighter is very odd. Steve, is yeah. this a trend? Um, Not to my knowledge. I don't know if anyone tried that uh, for a little bit back in 2010. I wouldn't be surprised. Um, I'm, I'm sure like a lot of people do pick up on these little cues and these fashion cues from Korean dramas. Uh, and some things fly and some things don't. Damn. Wow. Wow. Yep. But if you, if you were listening and you did uh, try this uh, or continue to do so, please uh, uh, let us know how that goes. Yeah. Yeah. Let us know. I'm let curious. Us know. Yeah. As, uh, a quote that I wrote down from this dinner that I loved was, uh, either Richie Rich's mom saying this to the aunt or vice versa, but one of them said to the other one, uh, isn't it possible to get plastic surgery for your personality? And I was yeah. like, damn, burn. sweet yeah. burn. Wow. Just cutting deep. Oof. I think that was the aunt, and I labeled her as Roastmaster after she Roastmaster, that. that's perfect. Yeah. I feel like that kind of cu- that kind of burn – could really only happen in a in a culture like in Korea. Yeah. <laughs> Where plastic surgery is pretty commonplace. Number one in burns. Number mm-hmm. one in plastic surgery. Mm-hmm. Cuts deep. Cuts <laughs> cuts so deep that it is like plastic surgery for your personality. Mm-hmm. Yes. 
But Richie's uh, grandpa still pissed. He gives control of the company to this uh, evil executive. What's his name? Director Park. Park. Director yeah. Park. And when Richie confronts Director Park, he reveals that he has this scheme for him to marry his daughter. What? I missed this. Right? I did, was that? I don't. I couldn't. I. I'm not sure, but I did watch this part twice too because of the scene that happens in the car afterward. Oh, but I so I might not have been paying attention for that part. I could also be very wrong. I have been before and will be more. I I would never um, believe it. Wait, so are you saying that Director Park has a daughter? I thought that's what he was saying. Like outside the restaurant, Richie's like mad at Director Park. Yeah, and they had that conversation. Yeah, and I thought Director Park was saying that he wanted to like consolidate the money with having. Richie marry his daughter, but I also thought that the cake at the end of the roommate's blind date was like a sorry for me tooing you cake, so I could be wrong. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, there's so many, there's so many things going on. Yeah. Um, well, uh, so huh. I see, I can see, I can see that, I can see that because in the next scene when there, when Director Park is in the car with his, uh, with his like comrade who. I think is also referred to as director something. There's a lot of directors. Um, Very confusing. But the guy who's driving him, and I don't remember what his name is, but he also works at the mall um, in the corporate. He's like his sidekick lackey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. But he's saying, uh, Director Park is like, oh my gosh, I did such a good job. Um, And his friend is like, yeah, but you said way instead of way, way. And way way meant something different than just way, like in referring to in a family, the maternal side of the family. Yeah, and I so that that's why I'm like, oh, Kathy, maybe maybe I missed uh, what you're saying because I was trying to listen for way way and try to figure out what that is. I saw that part and I was like, you know what? I'm not even gonna try to rewatch that because <laughs> the only takeaway I think uh, from that is that Koreans get. Very uh, precise and particular about the family tree, um, right. as was necessary because everyone at a certain point, for example, would name themselves Kim based on if the king at the time was his name was Kim. But then it's like we need to prevent incest, so we have to really keep keep good track and uh, and records of our ancestry, oh, right? And so there's there's like very specific titles that depict. What your family relation is compared to somebody else anywhere in the family tree. And it gets kind of complicated to the point where even Koreans themselves, I think, mm. sometimes have to really kind of like think through it or might not fully comprehend the more complicated family uh, relations. So as so as we saw, Director Park, even he was kind of like confused, like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah I should have said that, you know? Yeah. Well, he made a mistake. That's what yeah. we're leaving that scene knowing. Yeah, he was supposed yeah. to – he was supposed to be – if we're using the example, Kathy, that you said that it's his daughter that he's trying to marry off, like maybe he was talking about somebody else instead. It's so hard to know. It's very confusing. But we haven't seen his his daughter yet. No, but I think I'm wrong. I'm pretty sure I'm wrong. Even if he has a daughter, we've seen 8,000 <laughs> people that could come back at any given point as a major character. Yeah. Anything goes in Korean dramas. Ugh. Yeah. I, 
All I got from that scene uh, after the meal was that Director Park is now starting to make moves to usurp yeah. the yeah, throne. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He is scheming. He, he is yeah. getting scheming. There. I don't yeah. think that he, he needs like, a, a nickname because Director Park seems very mm-hmm. uh, very fitting. Yeah, very fitting. I am confused though. It seems like Richie Rich is upset that uh, Director Park might be trying to take over. When it seemed like from the get go, Richie Rich wasn't all that interested in being the CEO of this department store. Yeah. Once again, Richie, what do you want? I like, think you yeah. keep going back and forth. I think it's the clout thing again. You know, that's why he gets mm. so upset. In my opinion, that's why he gets so upset that. Uh, grunge princess will not give him the time of day because he's so used to it. And if he's not able to tell people, oh, I'm the CEO of whatever this department store is, um, then, you know, he doesn't have that to to hold over people's heads either. So, you know, I can't imagine that it, it holds the same weight to just be another rich kid than to be like, oh, you're a rich kid from a rich family, but you're also the CEO of the department store, so you hold responsibility. Wow. What if he just, at the end of the day, he just wants people to acknowledge his Italian tracksuits? <laughs> That's all he wants. He just wants acknowledgement for that. I mean, And we have seen two of them so far. Yeah. And we've seen one of them several times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. The, the sequin one and the purple, oh, no, the leopard skin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love it. So meanwhile, while all of this is happening, John Mayer goes to a dock at uh, the island where Bernie is staying. Bernie Sanders, remember, is this young music. Yes. Young Bernie. Yeah. Young Bernie. Young Bernie. He is working on the docks, <laughs> uh, you know, just making some money uh, and... John Mayer comes up holding up a newspaper to prove he's famous, That a newspaper that has John Mayer's face on it. And Bernie, let me tell you, he is not impressed. No. Not at all. He, if anything, he's more offended that like he got hunted down while he's just trying to freaking work but I do get, on the docks. I do get the impression from Bernie that like I didn't get a super annoyed vibe from him. I got the vibe of like, I'm 18, I'm really cool, you know, I am not super offended by you being here, but I am not going to give you what you want. Mm. I think he's like, his attitude is, I'm not into K-pop like everyone else, so stop bugging me. I'm like alt. I like bands you've never heard <laughs> yeah, of. Right. Exactly. I like indie music. Yeah. Get out of my face, you commercial like puppet (laughs) (laughs) and then see he is truly bernie sanders he is bernie sanders and then so pure and then john mayer is like did you sign up for my anti-fan club which i thought was really funny because now they Uh. have referred to this (laughs) anti-fan club several times and again it just and you know he's like checking online to see like the numbers on the anti-fan club and their activities yeah (laughs) it still endears me to john mayer you know I, I I can't tell you mm-hmm. why, you know. There is something charming and cute and and like uh, I don't know, endearing about his his character flaws. Yeah. Agreed. And his hair yeah. is oh. just incredible. I would love for my hair to look like his. Uh Man, so versatile, <laughs> so really. So versatile. I look at all these people and I'm like, am I Korean cuz all of them have way better hair than I do. Mm. So maybe I, you know, they hold a curl really they well. They hold the curl so mm. well. Mm. 
You know, you just need access to these Korean salons. That is yeah. true. Stylist. I have a Korean hairstylist right now, and she she has offered um, that I could get a perm several times. <gasps> Fun. Yeah. Oh, she's giving you the subtle hints. Yeah. Yes, no, she, she told me my hair is flat. <laughs> she was like, your hair is flat. I think that I think that you should get a perm. And I was like, yeah, you're right. My hair See, is she's flat. mean. She's very direct. She's mean. She's nagging yeah. you. She's, She's nagging. She is. <laughs> okay, so here my notes get a little vague because there are a million directors. So maybe you guys can help me out. But it says in my notes, the director finds out that John Mayer is not shooting his music video and has to bring Blazers in. Which director is that? I think that's uh, his his manager. Oh, or at least the guy right. that I'm calling his manager. The guy yeah, that yeah. works in that glass office, right? Yes. Yeah, so Blazers has some sort of seedy backdoor lunch with uh, the original director of the music video. Mm -hmm. She buys him out to not direct oh. so that she can take his spot. That's what's happening in that that scene. I have just um, like I I I have given up on trying to understand what's going on with Blazers because she is just all <laughs> over the place all the time. Well, then Blazers gives this really, cr like, really confusing speech about marriage where she's like, I'm done playing. I need to settle. But isn't that what you're doing? You're playing with Richie to get to John Mayer or what? What's going – like, what are you doing? <sighs> I mean, it seems like Blazers and John Mayer have this irreconcilable past, whatever happened. Oh, wait. No, we know. We know what happened. He was smiling at other girls, and so she broke up with him and, and will never forgive him. Right. As far as I can tell so far. So she's so done now, with John Mayer. Done with John Mayer, but now her new target is Richie Rich. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. So she's on board to direct this music video and goes to speak with Hottie to talk about stunts. And like, I don't know if you guys sensed it, but I thought that maybe they would have that a thing. Was, so yeah. I was like, you know, whatever makes you happy, Hottie. I am poor. Whatever is, yeah. Whatever is good with Hottie. Because he that was I la I laughed the loudest in that conversation. He does take a very antagonistic uh, attitude towards almost everyone. That also kind of low key to me reads as sexual tension. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Because he's always just sitting there and he's not blinking and he's he's talking in the very like Miranda Priestly Devil Wears Prada like very quiet. You come to me, you listen to me. I don't raise my voice for you way. And mm -hmm. it just, yeah, it just like really reads, reads to me as like. I, I think he's just suspicious of anybody who tries to flaunt their power. Mm. Um, like he just sees that kind of move as with uh, with skepticism. Which she totally does because she tries to flaunt her, the English she learned on Duolingo. <laughs> that was fucking hilarious. But Hottie I is like. so hard. No, no, no. I have unaccented English. I'm bilingual, baby. Yeah. Bilingual baby. It's a power play. It's a power play to be like, look at my English. Let me just she thinks she's doing really well, like to, to flaunt her English. Um it, it, she says, uh um uh I like everything fabulous. The action and director's profile. I just I was dying. <laughs> that's me, that's like, me trying to speak Korean. <laughs> yes. Me trying to speak literally any other language. <laughs> Probably it's, better than me. Yeah. Oh, actually. yeah. Well, again, I can only say the cat is fat. So she's miles <laughs> and miles ahead of me. 
It's so genius. Mm-hmm. Like at first, I thought when she bur- bursted out the English in the the cafe at the department store, I was like, "Oh, I mean, maybe god, in that world, that that is considered English." Oh my yeah. god! But they bring it back. All these seeds are planted. And they bring it back mm-hmm. to make you realize, or make the, the 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 writers are completely aware that her English sucks, and so let's pit her against. Hottie Philip Lee from G- George Washington University, uh, bachelor's and master's in engineering, and see how her English stands up to I'm him. I'm sorry, excuse me. He's from and master's. Wow, 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 wow. He's he's a wow. He's a total. I did. Wow. If you aren't a puddle yet, now you can. I did Google him. He is everything. In between last week and this week, and I did find that he is now at least engaged. To, if not married to um, a Korean influencer, Instagram influencer. You know, oh, and no. I just hope he's happy. Yeah. So wow. he's not available for any of us who are not available also, but. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the tragic thing. And that is the tragic This thing. is our own Korean drama. This is right our own now. Korean drama, is the rectangle that we've created that's now a house shape. <laughs> Because we have to put his actual wife in there. And right. our partners mm-hmm. are not part of the house shape because they haven't seen the show. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. So while we're while Kim and I are daydreaming about Hottie, Grunge is working out. Richie is buying art, mm-hmm. but they're not focused on what they're doing. They're flashing back and thinking about each other. Yeah. Correct. They both are thinking about each other. And then... Richie Rich is like, did you guys turn the light off inside the painting? And everybody's like, which is, everyone's like, what the hell's what? going on with you, my guy? Like, what is a wild? What question. are you talking about? Did they turn the light off? And like, do you know what a painting and is? Director, like, you cannot do yeah, that. Yeah, director Kim is just like, uh, what? What? Yeah, another but, magical moment. Yeah, because then when the scene is shifting, you see that the lights do turn on in the painting. So Richie yes. was not imagining it, or maybe he was. I'm not sure what that's supposed to symbolize. I think that's a manifestation of his. Uh, right. His Just like the, the news anchor in episode oh, one. Yeah. It's like. They do. She's not talking to the audience. It's just his yeah. point of view that we're seeing. They do plant these seeds, but like. They 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 wait so long in between the waterings that it's <laughs> yeah, like do. the seed is almost dead. <laughs> they plant it into your subconscious. Yeah. That's how deep it goes. That's true. Oh <laughs> man. Oh my god. So the roommate brings the prize vacuum to the roof where Grunge Princess is working out, and Grunge Princess is pissed. She mm-hmm. does not want this vacuum, even though she said earlier that she did. And even though it's a very nice vacuum. Yeah. She's gaslighting this vacuum. She is gaslighting mm. the vacuum, and I, for one, am not going to stand for it. Mm-mm. And Richie, so she calls Richie on the phone, and Richie basically tells her to take care of it herself, and then ignores all her subsequent calls. And also, let's... By pulling the cell phone battery. Yeah, And let's not... Classic K drama. Let's movie. not let it uh, slip here that he has set the photo that he took that he stole from inside her locker as her oh, yes. photo in his phone. Like Grunge Princess, call the police. Call the like damn this guy police. is scary. Ugh. Like he's like taking up your 
playing with their stockings containing God knows what. <laughs> going through your shit. <laughs> pretending like he doesn't like you or has any interest in you at all. Mm-hmm. And yet he's clearly thinking and obsessed about you. It's time to put a restraining order. It is time. I did write in it's my notes uh, earlier a couple of episodes ago that she needs to be getting uh, her her rejections in writing so that she can take it to the police later. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Text, don't call. Text. Text. Get a paper mm-hmm. trail. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Definitely. So Grunge Princess also finds out that Richie is not coming to work so she can't return the vacuum to the department store so calls the action school to get richie's address and hottie unfortunately overhears all this so he knows and also at some point i think in this episode hottie secretly gave a handbag to her friend am i jumping ahead I think that's at the end but yeah because i was wondering yeah i think that's at the end and then he's like well, okay, we'll talk about it at the end then. This whole episode, why? This is there's yeah. so much to un. Yeah. I had to rewind a couple scenes just to like make sure I understood what was happening. Yes. So then Richie is at home living his true English aristocracy, aristocracy, <laughs> aristocracy <laughs> fantasy, with the, with the, aristocracy the, fantasy uh, bed sheets. Yes. Oh my god! He has like a full tent set up, afternoon tea. More cakes than one person could possibly eat. And as we recall, I do love cakes. That's correct. So that's a lot of cake. That's a lot of cake. And, and what is he reading? He's reading like a book about like like African poverty or something like that. Right. And like, he's so disdainful about poverty. It's so surprising to me that he would like spend time reading about it. And also it. he's reading about poverty while he's in his extra luxe like cabana yeah. that yeah. no doubt somebody like he called down 10 minutes before and was like i want a cabana right now and somebody just put that mm-hmm. up because the linens are so clean that that's that's mm-hmm. freshly constructed that doesn't live out there yeah he, he definitely thinks that by reading about this subject in a clinical manner mm-hmm. he's going to get to know and understand a uh, grunge girl grunge oh. princess better yeah, that's what he thinks. He thinks, oh, I'm gonna enter her world. Yeah, he can't just <laughs> and, talk. Like, study he can't her. just speak to her as another human being. Mm. He has to read yeah. about it. I mean, everything. His whole thought process, everything is always clinical, very robotic. Mm. Like in terms of how he talks about um, how he sees her as like a neighbor that he, uh, in a moment of feeling charitable, decides to you know help her to the hospital, that kind right. of stuff, right? Well, Grunge is on her way to see him, and she is stopped by security, who asks if she has an appointment, and she's like, kinda, and they're like, cool, go ahead. (laughs) So crazy. Yeah. Mm. And she is, like, driving by all these houses, and she passes by some maids who tells... Shit, sorry, that was my cat. (laughs) What? Are you okay? (laughs) My cat just, like, clawed at my belly. I'm telling you, she's the worst cat. (laughs) Oh, my God. You need to put the cat in a room or something. No. Uh, she usually she doesn't bother you? me. Yeah, she like truly did. Oh, no. Are <laughs> oh you okay? It's okay. Yeah, I'm fine. No, I mean, she didn't get me. I like leaned away in time, but she tried. Are you trying to be like Grunge Princess, slowly bleeding out through yeah, your side? Yeah, bleeding through a jacket, <laughs> dripping blood. I'm fine. Learning Kathy, you're going to have to go to Korea for the health care. It's only $45. You will have That's to fly. True. I can't afford it here. Yeah. <laughs> it's worth it's it worth to fly it. over and go to the hospital yeah. than to get it locally. 
But she drives, uh, so she's driving by all these houses and all these gardens that perhaps will become the secret garden later on. Who knows? And the maids tell her that mm. Richie owns all the property. It's a very crazy rich so, Asians moment. Mm-hmm. Yes. When they pull up to Tyresol something park. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. So finally, Grunge Princess, who is driving a motorcycle, makes it to Richie, who's sitting on the dock in front of a pond, drinking his tea, and she drops the vacuum in front of him. And there's nothing in that box, by the way. This no, is a huge clearly- theme of mine when I watch TV and movies. I'm like, there's nothing in that cup. There's nothing in her purse. There's nothing in that box. Mm-hmm. Just put something in there. Especially because then in moments, well, Kathy, go ahead and then I'll I'll, I'll bring up the empty box again. Oh, well, <laughs> he, he kind of admit. it feels like he's kind of like admitting to gaslighting her, which is nice because then at least he's being honest. A little self-aware. He does apologize. But also tells her she's charity, which feels so demeaning, and then throws the empty vacuum box into the pond. And then the box and is floating. <laughs> They're supposed yeah, to put yeah. the vacuum inside the box. Just put something Vacuums are heavy. in the box. Just put something in the box. It's, yeah. Not only is it like a very well-sealed box for it to float, but it's floating at the very, bo- the, the very bottom plane of the box. The, the part touching the water. Yeah. Normally it would sink. Normally a box would sink into the water. Again, a there's bit. a vacuum the- inside. Allegedly. <laughs> oh man. And- I think what actually happened was, I mean, they clearly put something underneath the box mm. to protect it because they didn't want to get rid of the box. Well, right. They had to Greek out the Phillips. It just says ellipse. So I-, I can't imagine how many of those boxes they had. That's probably the hero box. It's the hero box. (laughs) Keep it preserved at all costs. Mm -hmm. Oh, man. But so he throws this empty box that we're supposed to believe has a vacuum in it into the lake and tells her to go get it if she's changed her mind, if she actually wants it. And it's like, girl, what do you want? Do you want the vacuum or not? Because then she goes into the lake to retrieve And the at box. this point, the vacuum oh, yeah. is toast, y'all. Yeah, and electronic has been in a lake. You guys, no. Yeah. But then he's like surprised and then throws her motorcycle keys into the lake, which is mm. such a dick move. Right. And she also, uh, she went into the lake feet first like just walked in with her jacket on her shoes on like didn't try to like reach off the pier for it this is one of those uh who's more crazier fine we're gonna let's play that game i'll be crazier (laughs) than you you and no one wins but Mm. yeah because he also explains (laughs) what he wants and is like so unclear he's like you could have apologized you could have let your like walls down it's like what yeah very, very confusing moment, isn't it? I mean, he also um, doesn't know what he wants. He's just like, don't leave. Right. Mm-hmm. And then there's another tricky moment where he's like, well, now you're dirty. You got to go take a oh, shower yeah. and like drags her into the house. And you're like, uh-oh. But luckily, the they're stopped by Richie Rich's mom. Who is so mean. Who is so mm. mean. She wants to talk about the deer. She calls Grunge Princess a whore. She is not nice. I mean, you can see where he gets it from. Absolutely. Right? Again, abuse is cyclical. It is cyclical. Mm-hmm. 
But then, mm-hmm. like, I was really happy to hear Grunge Princess be like, you know what? Actually, like, he's not good enough for me. And I was like, mm-hmm. good for you. Yes. Yeah, she, she gives him, she dishes out some snark back. Yeah. You don't have to take that. You don't that. have to take that. Mm. And next time we can work on putting it into like a little sound bite that then we can write down and quote back on the podcast. But baby steps. <laughs> yeah. 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 Mm. Yes. Speaking of things uh, like to, to write down, for some reason, my girlfriend was very curious about um, when they said "toltegari," uh, which means literally it means rock, rock head. But referring to the head in a very derogatory, like insulting manner. Mm. I wonder why she's trying to learn that word. Who's, do you think? Your girlfriend's trying to learn wants- it or on the... Yeah, she's very intent on learning Rockhead. Mm. Has she tried to call you that? Not yet. Well, mm. buckle like up, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> Foreshadowing of events. Mm. I'm just saying it for the record right now. In the right Korean now. drama of your life. Yes, exactly. So by this point, John Mayer's manager is upset because he finds out that the romantic Oscar giveaway and his music video schedule is overlapped. They can't do both. Richie agrees to move the giveaway, even though it's going to cost him a lot of money, but says he's going to sue the manager. Wolf. And then he leaves another aggro message on Oscar's phone. But while he's doing that, he sees um, Grunge Princess abandoned motorcycle and goes into the lake for the keys. Right. Did she walk home? I guess we're to assume she walked I mean, home. even just to get to the edge of the property must be a mile. And then she... Yeah. I assume she just called a oh, cab. That makes more sense. Maybe. Or took she bus. does refer to herself as yeah. his neighbor, but I didn't know if that was in a colloquial sense or if she meant literally they were neighbors. No, I think more in like the, the metaphorical sense. Okay, got it. Although it does seem like uh, they live right next to each other based on how often he's just parking at her place and stalking her. <laughs> yeah. I just stalking. <laughs> what city you know, are they like, in? Oh, Do we know? Seoul. That makes sense. I could not tell you. I mean, he might live a little bit on the outskirts. He wouldn't like, you know, the rich people would only live in the city center. Yeah, he lives um, next door to the, the take that commute, family probably. from Parasite. He lives next to the parks from Parasite. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're oh, yeah, all out exactly. here in these like exactly. floor to ceiling windows and their giant green lawns and their secret gardens and their other secret. Maybe that's what the secret garden is. No parasite spoilers here, Ooh. but maybe that's a secret garden. <laughs> There's so many. There's so many possibilities. Someone tell us what it is, but don't tell us what it is. So we will figure it out. Mm-hmm. Eventually, eventually. But yeah, rich people got secrets. That seems to be the theme. Mm-hmm. That is true. Speaking of, we're back with Bernie Sanders and John Mayer. <laughs> Thank you for listening Speaking to NPR wealth inequality. We're back with Bernie Sanders. <laughs> so Bernie Sanders finally explains to us why he doesn't want to be attached to John Mayer. And it's because he doesn't want to be in his shadow. Which is very valid. He makes some really mm-hmm. good points. He, he calls out John Mayer uh exactly. Right. Spot on to the point where John Mayer's like, oh, is he a mind yeah. reader? Mm-hmm. Like he knows that. He's not truly 
trying to take under Bernie Sanders under his wing because he cares about his career. Mm-hmm. He's just doing it to make himself right. look good. And he also yeah. has the the uh he has the smarts to know that uh Oscar is not going to be a good mentor. Yes. Mm, very perceptive. And we can see this just a moment later when John Mayer goes to Bernie Sanders's gig and gets hit on by a woman and immediately just ignores the gig for right. the woman. <laughs> I thought he was genuinely trying to listen at first. But then, yeah, you see later he succumbs and like starts yeah. pouring the wine. And, and Well, she know, is very forward. And then this also gets very off the rails again. Because yeah. there's, With there's what happens a next. gang now. Mm-hmm. And yeah. the one gang guy has another horrible tattoo, like the one that was painted on uh, on Grunge Princess's arm in the first episode. Mm-hmm. But he has like, what were they called? Like the silver hairfish or something like that? Yeah, something like very non-threatening sounding. <laughs> yeah. On his chest, when they reveal when he reveals his tattoo, it says literally in Korean silver, and then just the picture of the fish. <laughs> so it's kind of like a very cartoony, uh, comical moment, I guess. But they are mad because that woman is apparently the boss's lover or something. So they're not happy. Yes. Right. But not happy at all. Meanwhile, back wherever this takes place, let's say Seoul. Um, at the action school, Hottie and the team are discussing the next stunt, which involves a woman falling into a car. Yeah. So you would think this is an obvious place for Grunge Princess. But instead they're like, no, no, no. let's get a wig for this guy. Yes. Right. Because right. I think Hottie thinks it's too dangerous and he wants to protect her. But like, I'm sorry, Hottie, that is not your call. Oh, I interpreted it as he didn't want Grunge Princess to come to Jeju Island because he didn't want her to be near uh, Oscar or uh, Hyunbin. Yeah. Oh. I mean, the, the external excuse was, oh, it's dangerous. But really, that's his intent. Mm-hmm. He doesn't want her to be surrounded by all these dudes mm-hmm. but yeah he's not making yeah. any moves either so yeah hottie come on but at the same I'm time on your you side, know, he's but... the boss i get it but yeah mm. yeah yeah i don't know i don't know if i can respect hottie so much because it seems like he's he's kind of like handling her life and he's like out of a selfish kind of interest not is it truly just for her career mm, it's hard to know. say yeah you know not his his track record with Grunge Princess is not great, but what I will say about him is he does care about his job. They show him working really late. He is dedicated. <laughs> and this is when he calls Grunge Princess's roommate to lie to her. Oh, right. And then the show insinuates that maybe he got her a new bag. Yeah. It looks like he gives he, yeah, has he gives a purse to her roommate. And now this is the second of these men who have asked the roommate to lie to Grunge Princess, which I pin on the roommate. Like, you shouldn't be lying to your friend. You don't know these men just because they're yeah. successful or wealthy or super hot. Like, <laughs> come true. on. Have your friends back. Yeah. One of them's literally stalking the you roommate, guys. Yeah, the roommate does have a thing about uh, keeping secrets from her friend her roommate yeah and then because she she tells her roommate or she tells the grunge princess 
I bought this purse when I bought a new purse for myself and I got my employee discount. So it's not expensive. Yeah, it's not even a good lie. It's just like very strange. Yeah. But Grunge Princess doesn't really clock the weird lie because she's so sad she's not going to do this car stunt that she's been working on. They talk about how it's an unlucky year for them, which doesn't seem to be the case because they did just win a new vacuum. But, but then I they really they messed it up. So that's the bad right. luck. Well, is that an unlucky year or is that them messing it up? That is a good point. It's probably them messing it up. <laughs> so then we find that Richie is back at work and he reveals he to Secretary Kim he has a new project that he thinks is thinks is going to please his grandfather, but he wants to make sure Director Kim has nothing to do with it. But before he can get started, John Mayer calls because he is in jail. And this was so weird that he was in jail. I didn't really understand why he was in jail because he was talking about the gang and then the gang was behind him at the precinct. Yeah. I forget. Wait, why was he in jail? He's not the... Well, maybe they, I guess, pres- I mean, did, he didn't have a black eye or anything on him, did he? It's not like they fought. It was funny, though, how he, like, he was flashing back to, you know, how he was found out to have been sleeping with the gang boss's lover. And he acts like he's talking it out. He's acting like he's being this big hero. But when you flash back to the scenes, he's being, like, so hesitant and scared. Yeah. That was fun. That's true. Hmm. But regardless, we don't know why. He is in jail. Um, and Richie agrees to bail him out as long as he's more obedient. Classic blackmail. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Just cousin on cousin, rich people blackmail. Again, legal because it's family. Legal because it's family. Right. It's just family affairs. Mm-hmm. You know, can't butt into that. No. So Secretary Kim recounts his meeting to oh, so they're figuring out this romantic getaway with Oscar Prize, right? And Secretary Kim, I guess, is in charge of it. But they're having trouble because the person who won first place is a crying pregnant woman. So I guess they don't want to send her with Oscar. And I do want to just – I loved the quote that she <laughs> yeah. said. She was – because oh, yes. she was like, oh, Opa, Oscar. And then Director Kim was like, well, I think you're older than him. So is he Opa? And she said – if he is good looking, tall, and earns a lot of money, he's an opa. <laughs> no, it's like, yeah. that's very, yeah, go. I'm going to write that down. I'm going to commit it to memories. That, that's a I lesson yes. on how the word yeah. opa can be used. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're giving cultural lessons in this drama. That's right. And it's yep. just for just me. I'm like, who's an opa? <laughs> and now I know. Well, Secretary Kim also can't give it to the person who won second place because he's an old man who doesn't know who Oscar is. I found that so funny. So, yeah. Is he a calcium supplement or something like that? <laughs> <laughs> Which is like honestly a good guess because that's a good name for a calcium supplement. It is a good supplement. guess. Yeah, it, it is. Mm-hmm. So naturally, yeah. the person who's going to go on the romantic getaway is the third place winner who we know is Grunge Princess. That's right. Again. Mm-hmm. She's on a lucky streak, I yeah, guess. Yeah, she thought this was her unlucky year. Come on. Yeah. Is this rigged? Well, we don't know, but <sighs> she's excited to go. And Richie can't stop her because she's already she has already left. But her scheme is she wants to go and get the job done. She wants to do the car scene. Right. 
Because they're shooting in the same place. Oh, right. They moved the whole video shoot to Jeju Island. So now everything is overlapping. It's just a tr- like a complete setup for an absolute train wreck of all these people coming to this tiny island. Right. They're bound to run into each other. But it's not even that's not even the whole setup because included in the setup, Blazers is also scheming as the director of this music video. She wants the main actress to be the diva actress from before Mm -hmm. who had the scandalous relationship with Oscar in the first episode. It's getting very complex. It is. And nothing good seems like it can ever come out of this this video shoot no. unless they start switching uh, bodies Ooh, anybody, yes, bodies. Anybody there it is <laughs> truly i mean that's the only way out of this even, switch the bodies up richie rich and and grunge princess like i just want to see somebody wake up in somebody else's body what's mm-hmm. going on here <laughs> what please soon. you know oh my yeah. god yeah, it's it's uh it's getting complex. But it hasn't um, happened yet because Grunge Princess arrives to the hotel. She's sneaking around. She's surprised by John Mayer, who's just enjoying it. While snack. she's hiding behind a Reveals. plant. He's he's eating um by the way, he's eating a, a rice cake, which is um so normally if you come out of prison in Korea, you you eat tofu, like it's a white food to symbolize oh. like kind of like starting fresh, you know, being pure oh. again, that kind of thing. But this motherfucker thinks that he's been in prison when he's only just spent the night at the police station <laughs> thinking, oh, I need to start fresh. But he instead of tofu, he just eats like the rice cake, like the dry rice cake. <laughs> and I guess he's in his mind, he's like coming out of like this gangster film where like he's I love his it. Time. Oh, got it, man. Yeah. What a fun a little dude bit of a that comical Oscar thing. Yeah. Love him. <laughs> <laughs> so he's like oh, rudely Mayer. eating this rice cake and not offering it to Grunge Princess, and he's like, oh, let's go get something to eat. So they go to a restaurant, and who is there but one Richie Rich complaining that they're late? Mm-hmm. Dun-dun-dun. How did he beat her? How did he get there so fast? He probably took the Concorde. He took yeah. his private jet. Oh. Yeah, where she took public transit. True. Only way to do it. That was a lot. That was a lot uh, to unpack there. Thank you, Kathy, Kathy for really? being on top oh. of that. All these like plot, these twists and turns. It, it, it gets hard to follow if you're not really paying attention. I'm paying attention because I'm waiting for that body switch. To I know, happen. and it's truly like <laughs> yes, if you blink, you payout. might miss it. I mean, maybe it already happened I at some know. point. Maybe in the first episode, in the first five minutes, the personalities were switched, and maybe Grunge Princess was really the asshole, and Richie <gasps> Rich was really the like apologetic one and they already switched and we all missed it oh my gosh oh my god <sighs> and that is, that concludes episode and four on a nice conspiracy of secret theory. garden mm-hmm. it's it's only starting to get hot it the the kettle's boiling at this point yeah. I, I feel like can it get any hotter well i think of that course it can. the sister is gonna play a bigger role soon richie rich's sister Mm. Mm-hmm. maybe right. she makes so, them switch yeah. bodies maybe she's a witch oh uh, give me a witch sister <laughs> please <laughs> oh my god yeah who's gonna i i can't even begin to imagine how does the body switching justify are there any happen? um uh like what's the deal with jeju island because i have 
heard of it and seen it on a couple of other things too. Um, so I didn't know if it's like mm. a popular like tourist place or if it's like haunted or is there a witch on there that has mm. people switch their bodies or or a secret garden. Is perhaps? there a secret garden on Jeju Island? <laughs> I, I do know of a stretch of road on Jeju Island where it is said that um, it's like if you park your car in the middle of this road and it's it's a it's facing uphill. Um, but then if you park your car and put it in neutral, uh, it'll start moving, rolling up the hill. Um, because a long time ago, there was like a school bus full of children that crashed and burned. They all died. And so it's like the the ghosts of these children pushing your car (laughs) up the hill. Do the children, or so the legend says, do they switch bodies with you? I, I, uh, well, so that could be it. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe next episode. We'll that see. might be what happens. Yeah. Until next time, everyone. Get some cardio. Breathe in and breathe out. And uh, we'll move on to episode mm-hmm. five. Maybe we're, maybe we're the ones that's well, going to switch bodies. <gasps> Whoa. <laughs> I mean, if we did, unfortunately, no one would anyone know. I mean, our voices would have to. Our voices. We would know. That's true. Yeah. Our voices would be. Yeah. You would have my voice. Somebody, we would all have switched voices, basically. Well, whoever switches bodies with me will have to deal with my demon cat. I, I hope I'm not. I'll do it. Okay. Okay. All right. All you, Kim. All you, Kim. I get to play on your uh, Nintendo Ooh, Switch. Fun. Yeah, you can play my Animal Crossing. Yeah. All right, that we went unpacked a lot. Uh, I need to get rest. Jesus, everyone else should too. Um, rest up and re-energize for episode five of Secret Garden. Go to sleep. Go to sleep. Yeah. Thanks for listening, guys. Everyone, I am Steve. I'm Kathy. I'm Kim. Good, Good night. night. <laughs> this is an ASMR podcast. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. Thanks for listening to the Korean Drama Podcast. Our producer is Marvin Yue, and our executive producers are Will Choi, Bill Yu, and Joanna Lee. Follow the Korean Drama Podcast on Twitter at Korean Drama Pod, and if you haven't, give us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or Podchaser. The Korean Drama Podcast is part of the Potluck Podcast Collective a collective of Asian-American hosted podcasts featuring unique voices and stories from the Asian diaspora. Learn more about Potluck and our fellow Potluck podcasts at podcastpotluck.com. But we're still here. We're going strong. It's an exciting time in Asian America. There are more movies, TV shows, books, and music reflecting us than ever. But all of these represent just a small slice of Asian American culture and experiences. So what do we do? Tell more slices. Asian Americana is a show that explores these slices of distinctly Asian American culture and history. We've talked about how Chinese Americans built California's Sacramento Delta, the art scene turns gallery institution giant robot, a play that explores the lost Cambodian pop music of the 60s and 70s, and, of course, Boba, just to name a few stories. You can find Asian Americana at asianamericana.com or on your podcast app.